Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. But it, yeah. I, I don't, I've never, I, you, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, that really oh, hey. kind of grosses me out. That was so organic. Thank you. Hi, I'm Katie, and I'm just like you. I put on my latex pants one lubed up leg at a time. Hi, I'm Molly, and the devil works hard, but I know how to delegate. <laughs> uh, Katie, we're... <laughs> Oof, wow. I have never looked worse or felt worse in my life. It's rough. Uh, You've informed me of a lot of things about last night that I don't recall. Yeah. Uh, My hair is purple and very teased. (laughs) Very teased. You and I went as uh, Patty and Selma to a uh, Halloween party last night. Mm -hmm. And uh, boy, I got deep into character. And I drank too much gin. You, yeah, you were heavy pouring for yourself. Uh, like, she doesn't I just, remember anything. It's it's funny to watch her look through her little brain for the answers. Yeah, no, like just, I feel bad. I remember all everything you did. <laughs> you just, it's one of those things where I I woke up in my Spanx with my jewelry on, <laughs> and with my light on. Oh, you, oh, that's the worst sleep. And I uh, I was like, wow, how did I get into my bed? And I woke up because you called me at 1030 and we were supposed to record at 11. And this studio is an hour from where I live. So I was in just a just a sweaty panic this morning. Yeah. And I drove here and it's that thing. It's like, can I drive? Am I still drunk? Yeah. Who cares? Let's just Let's go. Let's just do it. Anything um, for the podcast. And now... What am I feeling? I'm feeling guilt. I'm feeling Oh, shame. I knew you were going to. Shame. Remorse. Which means what? I'm not. A sociopath. A, or a psychopath. I don't have antisocial personality disorder. Um, because I feel a lot you right feel, now. And you're feeling too much for you were great. <laughs> when we buried that guy we murdered, you really <laughs> just you did great. I was laughing all the way. Yeah. She sure was. Such good company. The best part about last night, if I may, was um, (laughs) you bought dollar store eyelashes. No, I did Oh, yes, I did. Which you knew about. And they made your eyeballs so red (laughs) that you really looked like you had been crying for like seven days. (laughs) And everyone kept being like, is Molly okay? And I was like, oh, no, she's fine. She's wearing fake lashes. Oh, boy. Um, it was very good. I'm massaging my temples. Uh, I'm doing this thing where, like, I can't let go of the sides of my head because I feel like my eyes are bleeding and my brain is going to come out of my ears. So I'm I'll going to keep you together. You have your Katie, soda. Katie <laughs> wonderfully brought me a large iced coffee and a Diet Coke. That's her cure. Which is, oh, boy, I'm going to crack this puppy up and get ready for some ASMR. Oh, Ooh, aspartame. Daddy. <laughs> so I just feel rough, but uh, I'm so glad we're here, and I'm glad that we're talking about psychopaths. And sociopaths. And sociopaths. And the difference and the, between them. Betwixt the two. <laughs> so, okay, let's just, here's the thing that people typically, uh, they use the, these words psychopath and sociopath often interchangeably, yeah. which as someone who majored in psychology. And me. 
Yeah, Katie's our resident uh, doctor. Doctor for this episode. Do you know is very uh, incorrect? Very incorrect. What is that crackling sound? Is that? I think that's it's my you. chair. That's my chair. It's okay. Your body. I'm gonna hold still. I'm gonna stop rocking and holding myself like a Reese's monkey. She's thirty. Everyone. I'm thirty. Be guys. gentle with her. Be gentle with my <laughs> fragile old body. Um. So. Uh. The, Psychopath versus sociopath. Right. So very different. What but oh but what do they have in common? They're both so the what is it called? The DSM? I DSM. keep calling it the DMV. Well, that too. <laughs> the <laughs> DSM, whatever they're on now. Five, five at the time. Yeah. Five is what they're on now, I believe. Then there we are. So uh the they are both antisocial personalities. They disorders. fall under that umbrella. So what they have in common is that they are uh, they constantly lie, deceive yes. others. They're impulsive. They don't uh, plan ahead. Uh, prone to fighting and aggressiveness. Uh, little regard for the safety of others. Mm. Irresponsible. Can't meet financial obligations. Oftentimes, mm. uh, don't feel remorse or guilt, which is big ever. Yeah, and regular, and they're uh, both psychopaths and sociopaths regularly break or flout the law. So that's what they have in common. Mm-hmm. Um, the sociopaths on the other, the big difference between them, uh, psychopaths are born. Like if you look at a scan of a psychopath's brain, a neuroscientist can point out to you: here's what's different, here's what's not mm-hmm. as developed. It's in biological, the psycho- right? In the psychopath brain, whereas a sociopath is someone where they probably have genes that make them predisposed for violence, but they uh, they don't. Um, they're not nurtured properly. Right. It's They're made, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, their environment makes them into someone who... Violent homes, I think we talked about yesterday, right? Or if you grow up in a really tough neighborhood. Okay, if you're yeah. constantly exposed to violence. Mm-hmm. If you have a dad who's already has... Uh, Been or, in I prison both, or... I guess both parents, but especially dads who are more antisocial. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're more likely to come out that way. Wow. I need a sip. Oh, this is an ASMR episode. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds nice, right? The I ice. love ice clinking. Very relaxing. Sounds like my mother <laughs> walking up. <laughs> um, so so the reason why people, this is kind of like a hot topic, mm-hmm. is because YouTuber Shane Dawson recently did a series on Jake Paul. Sorry, I swallowed weirdly. <laughs> Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. <laughs> uh, he uh, he's a YouTuber who's known for prank videos, and his brother. Oh, I actually do know who he is. You know who he is. Well, you might be mixing him up with his brother, who's Logan Paul. So I the, do know who that is. Logan Paul is the one who famously uh, went to the Oikigahara. Oikigahara. Oh, I don't know. Uh, the suicide forest in Japan. And uh, found – so it's this – you know that forest. No. So it's this very dense forest mm-hmm. in Japan that's uh, known for being a place where a lot of people go to kill themselves because it's uh, – it just is kind of like a – it's a serene, yeah. quiet place. And for some reason it appeals to people who want to uh, take their lives. That makes sense. So he went there and he found a body of someone who had recently completed suicide. Oh. 
and he uh, he was filming, and in the film, he's like, oh, my God. He's like a bro. So that's the thing is they're bros. Oh, my God. So they're frat boys, <laughs> and he's with his little frat boy friends, and they're like, oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, it's a body dude. Dude, did we just find a body? Dude. And so it's fucked up. And uh, they uh, they put the the picture of that dead person in the thumbnail of their YouTube oh. video. And mama, it got clicks. I bet it did. And uh, people are like, that wow, so you just, of course. <laughs> and the, so like, and then he came out with a big apology where he was like, I have made oh, a continuous and severe lapse in judgment. Continuous. I love it when people <laughs> make statements that are supposedly like, this is my big apology. And it's like, your lawyer wrote that. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Congrats on having someone write things for you. And it's like really Sorry loud. Right. And like really loud, sad piano music in the background. Uh, so that so Shane Dawson wasn't talking about him. Mm-hmm. I have an Apple sticker stuck to my sleeve. Oh, more ASMR. Wasn't talking about him. When did you eat an apple? <laughs> I don't know. I never eat apples. I know. <laughs> so he was talking about his brother, Jake Paul. And uh, there's, oh, God, I don't know how deep to dive into this because it's like in the YouTube world, he's so well known. Right. And there have been a lot of like things that like in the YouTube world really shaking things up. So he's a member of what's called Team 10, which is basically a corporation. Um, but what it's known as on YouTube is just being like a clump of YouTubers that all kind of collaborate together yeah. and live together in a house, oh. the Team 10 house. So the Team 10 house is famous because its address somehow became public through a series of accidents. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so little kids who are Jake Paul's and Logan Paul's fan base, basically like, like 10, 11 boys. year olds. No, younger. Oh, God. Yeah, people grow out of their Jake Paul and Logan Paul face. Except them. Their fans are very young. And the other thing that, okay, so this Team 10 house, a lot of kids show up to it with their parents, with their stupid asshole parents. Yeah. So they show up and they're like, hey, we want to meet Jake Paul, Jake Paul. And he has like all these catchphrases like, I'm a savage. That's his thing. It's like, I'm a savage and maverick. Uh, I think that's both of them. It might just be. <laughs> anyway, it's so stupid. Um, and so he's gotten, so his neighbors hate him in L.A. Um, sure. Because, like, he's done things like set things on fire in his pool. Like, he basically set his whole pool on, on fire. fire. Um, and they, uh, they've they done, so Shane Dawson, when he's interviewing him, uh, Jake Paul comes off as a real jerk in a lot of his videos because a lot of his videos are pranks. Okay. And so one of them was uh, that they had these twins from Spain who were part of the Team 10 group who were staying at the house. And one video shows Jake Paul breaking down the, the wall that makes the of their room, like okay. having taking a sledgehammer to this very flimsy wall of their bedroom and destroying it. And uh, they came out and said, I can't believe he destroyed our room. He's a bully. And then it's not really uh, a prank. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like with a lot of YouTubers, it's like, what is a prank? Yeah. Is it just you're ruining just like, someone's life? You're just really upsetting a lot of people. Yeah, that's what they think a prank is. Yeah. So they, um, but then later, but then uh, to, in the Shane Dawson interview, uh, Jake Paul said that was all planned. Like that was, you know, they, they knew, knew that, that was going to happen. Like that wall is so flimsy because we built it to be flimsy because we knew we were going to do this. So that's a lot of what he, how he mm-hmm. defends his uh, behavior is saying like, it's all joke, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, so a lot of people after this documentary came out were, one, very upset at how Shane uh, sort of sells this angle of Jake being a sociopath. Mm-hmm. So in the first, uh, his the premise is that he's going to bring a therapist with him when he goes to interview Jake Paul at the Team 10 house. Okay. And this therapist is a woman who has a YouTube channel, Katie Morton, that's dedicated to uh, to therapy and mental health. And she says uh, she's when she first meets him, it's like the second video of the series. uh, She's describing what a sociopath is. And they're talking about traits of sociopathy and how you can spot it in other people. And while during this interview, Shane Dawson cuts to really scary beat roll to like footage of people acting weird and like. Other YouTubers he knows being sort of narcissistic and saying, uh, you know, self-involved. Like it shows Tana Mojo, another famous YouTuber, being like, I just got arrested. (laughs) There's a warrant out for my arrest and they just let us go. Whatever. Who cares? Um, And this kind of like rock and roll attitude (laughs) that you love. That sounds terrible to me. (laughs) (laughs) So so there's a lot... um, so a lot of people were like, hey, you're really, like, milking this. Oh, and they also bring they out They were annoyed with Shane for milking this, like, psychopathy Yeah, and thing. it's like if – and so their defense was like, well, mental illness – with this kind of mental illness, with antisocial mm-hmm. personality disorder, you don't really – you're not angry. Like, those people wouldn't be hurt yeah. by being called sociopaths. Because they don't feel that they don't have feelings. Yeah, they don't have. Uh, they don't feel bad about themselves. So, in response, uh, uh, and Katie came out with a. She had like a Snapchat or an Instagram story or something where she was basically like, "What I care about is protecting my. Cl- I care about protecting other people from sociopaths. I don't care that I'm. I don't care about this." Um, idea that i'm somehow being unfair okay to sociopaths okay i don't know so <laughs> sure. uh she or uh or this idea that she's like sort of making it seem too scary mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people are because they tell also they throw out a number one in 25 people which Is i don't a psychopath or a sociopath a sociopath which I that don't even, does not seem true okay so i want to get to that the, means one of the people at the party we were at well I was there. You were there. <laughs> um, but no, there's a the book that um, that Shane Dawson keeps referencing and reading um, is called uh, The Sociopath Next Door. And okay. I wanted to talk about that because he shows this book throughout it. And this is where the one in 25 number uh, comes from. And I found I Googled this book and I found a review from when it came out uh, in The New York Times. Is this old? Uh, the book is a co- is maybe more than five years old. Oh, okay, Not and uh, so the review in the New York Times says of the author, despite the alarmist appeals of Martha Stout, a practicing psychologist and instructor in psychiat- uh, psychiatry, blah blah blah, readers are unlikely to set down the sociopath next door with a new awareness of a previously unrealized threat. Instead, they're apt to feel a new awareness of the ludicrous nature of pop psychology. (laughs) Sound too harsh? Could the reviewer possibly be an amoral and heartless sociopath herself? Stout might like you to suspect so. Preying on the paranoid, her book Mm. is fodder for our worst, not to mention most implausible, suspicions. I love that review. 
I agree about Which is pop sort psychology. Of, and that's the criticism of mm-hmm. Shane Dawson's documentary. Also, who is he to read a book and then be like, you're a, you're a sociopath? That's the thing. And so, like, a lot of people who have uh, – so a real psychiatrist yeah. or psychologist. I'm Either not sure one. Which one. Uh, put out a video saying like this is why and so then katie morton like doesn't say she's a therapist when she goes first of all she's a therapist so that's not uh we all know that's not a real scientist right it's just someone who's a counselor who you go to talk to. she's not a doctor no not a doctor at all so she goes but she goes to uh jake paul's and she's just not saying what she is she doesn't reveal herself they say that she's a producer during the documentary that is very weird. <laughs> yeah. And so people are, and she's just there to We're going to catch this him. sociopath in the ass. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, you're not. And then they're like, oh, he seems nice. Because of course he <laughs> of does. Of course he does. But the thing is, like, sociopaths you. Sociopaths move amongst us. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. If he was, a, okay, I don't think he's a sociopath. Mm-mm. I think that. Uh, Sounds like a loser bro. So he does a lot of things like, oh, okay. So like while he's talking to her in the initial interview, he they, he's, they talk about stuff like, oh, they would drive fast and get tattoos like those would be things that a sociopath does and then it cuts to him driving like vroom vroom (laughs) vroom vroom on my way to get a tattoo and he does have a lot of stupid tattoos he has like uh that's a thing it's like so (laughs) does that's it's like there's so many things that make you a sociopath that also just make you a stupid young man yes or 29 year old woman (laughs) So it's sort of uh, I I really like Shane Dawson and I like it's you very do ener- yeah I have to and watch some of his it's stuff. It's a very I don't know if you'd like him, but there's a very entertaining series because yeah. it just is like this really bizarre phenomenon. The other thing that it's very funny that Jake and Logan are known for is being like <laughs> they make rap videos, which you probably heard. Of. I think I have yeah like rap music videos, <laughs> and they had this British guy in Team Ten for a while. And he came out with like a rap where he says like England is my city <laughs> uh which is a line that he says that Jake Paul wrote for him to say. Um and so that was like a that was a, a funny thing on the internet for a while. And uh so they make these stupid music videos and then often in the music videos they say stuff the part of the rap will be like mm-hmm. buy my merch buy my merch right. and it's like your nine-year-old fans uh are being brainwashed into buying your stupid shit yeah i think these are just youtube boys and not anything like sociopaths do you think okay. actually people uh, who are famous could be sociopaths though th- what do you mean like, do you think, like, someone who really is a true sociopath could make it all the way to being famous? Because they would probably just end up being in trouble for shit. Here's the thing. the One of the main differences we you talked about, saying? we talked about what's uh, similar between mm-hmm. um, psychopaths and sociopaths. One of the things that's just interesting that you're bringing up yeah. is that psychopaths are m- m- much rarer. I don't know how... Uh, how uh, regularly people are sociopaths i don't know like what percentage like of the population as, yeah but one percent of the population is psycho 
sociopathic. Wow. And one of the big differences between the two is that sociopaths want relationships mm-hmm. but can't form them. Because they really can't feel and they can't even fake it probably. They can't fake it. Yeah. The, the big difference is that psychopaths planning. Like they put thought into Manipulation. In Manipulation. Mm-hmm. Sociopaths are more prone to outbursts. Like they don't Got plan. It. They're both impulsive but sociopaths you really see it. Like mm-hmm. they really like have – and, uh, but psychopaths can have relationships. That's scary. But they can fake it, and they mm-hmm. can uh, they can they pick up on what other people want, and they find the weaknesses in that. that person, right? Or like they, she needs this, or yeah. what I'm saying, she because it's definitely a man psychopath. <laughs> you know, she needs a father figure type. So I'm going to be yeah. this like you know, yeah, strong male figure. But you do typically think of psychopaths being male, which is another interesting thing. There are female psychopaths, yeah, no, sure. but they're very – they present very differently and they haven't been studies, studied as much. But mm-hmm. they're kind of a unique phenomenon. Uh, one of the things is like m- female psychopaths are less likely to be violent but more likely to be very promiscuous. Okay. Because it's like the idea is like they're using sex to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Like that's their way of uh, manipulation. Yeah. But um, so – so this, uh, there was a lot of outrage around. There always is. There's always YouTube a, is just full of rage. There's always a lot of rage. Um, one of the things that was criticized is that you know YouTubers get sponsors, mm-hmm. especially big YouTubers, and so oh, yeah, like he was commercials like, and stuff. Uh, like they say things like, okay, so we're going to be doing this video, but first, uh, I want to tell you about a oh. cool <laughs> app. So that kind of thing. Yeah. So one of the episodes or several of the episodes, maybe the whole series, I'm not sure. Um, Shane is like, uh, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, which is uh, an an app. Yeah, I've heard uh, of it. Online counseling, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's been criticized because uh, you, they say in their, uh, in their disclaimer, uh, you have to vet the the people that you're the therapist that you're matched with, you have to vet them yourselves. Like, you know, they have standards for who they let on their site. But if you have a bad experience, basically, you know, they kind of have a disclaimer okay. that you're supposed to look into them on your own. Uh, and it's also not for like real mental illness. It's just like if you need somebody to talk to, yeah. talk to BetterHelp. But if you have like bipolar disorder, yeah, depression, don't use BetterHelp. <laughs> yeah, don't use BetterHelp. No, go to a doctor. Go to a please. real doctor. Yeah, and come the, to me. And the idea is that like people who like myself, people who watch a lot of YouTube, are probably weird shut-ins. Yeah, and they <laughs> don't need the this uh, encouragement to like don't ever see another person. Just boop 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 on yeah. your phone. Just do that. Never leave your house. And so the idea is like, that's probably not a solution (laughs) for a lot of people. Think you're a sociopath? Text better help. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, but this is sort of like opened up the world to, uh, I would say the I again, no criticism to Shane Dawson. He's an entertainer. He's this is a thing with YouTube is like people are like, oh, he's an investigative journalist. Like, no, he's not. He never said he was. It he's doesn't an, sound like he is. He's an entertainer. Like, he doesn't have like, to. Yeah, you just a YouTube person. And it's like, it is an interesting YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And that's his goal. That's his thing. He wants to make fun. Clicks, honey. He wants clicks. Yeah. And okay, but. 
Speaking and of so clicks, do we. speaking of clicks, <laughs> going back to Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. So he put out a video in like response to Shane Dawson, where uh, where Shane Dawson is heavily suggesting that both he and his brother could be sociopaths. And eventually, it, the documentary gets to the point where it's like, well, maybe Jake isn't, but Logan definitely is. <laughs> with the what yeah. with the suicide forest. Uh, so <laughs> he Christ. he puts out a video that's like, <clears throat> where he basically says, uh, someone who's a sociopath is just someone who's a little more savage than everybody else. And then he brings up the point that a lot of business people are okay. uh, considered sociopaths. A lot of people like to, or psychopaths. Some, but some portion of the antisocial personality <laughs> disorder applies mm-hmm. to them. And that's how they're able to get ahead in business. And he's not the first person to say that. right? And that is something that a lot of people have said about Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, he was such a mean, mean man. But the thing is, with being a psycho, this is psychopath, not sociopath. Not socio. The thing about being a psychopath is that you focus on things really intently. Okay. And you only care about that one thing. And you're very goal-oriented. Means to an end. Just want to get there. Means to an end and feelings do not apply. Right. And so, of course, it would make sense that a lot of business people have this. Right. So it's really it was really interesting to be like to listen to Logan Paul be like, yeah, I'm a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you you're no. Or not, no if you're saying you are, you're not. Right. No, I think no. Or you think sociopaths would be more aware of that? I, I don't want to say sociopath because I think that gets too confusing. I think people who have antisocial personality disorder, I think you could be aware. You of could that. be aware of it. And yeah, you could be aware. Yeah, I think. The thing that you wouldn't do mm-hmm. as a sociopath or a psychopath, a lot of people now from watching this documentary are like, am I a psychopath? Am no. I a sociopath? <laughs> if you're wondering. You're not. You're not. Yeah, I agree with that. One of the most interesting things that I've heard about psychopaths is that um, this is psychopaths being very clear. Yes. That if you show them a series of images and it's like a puppy, a kite, uh, a water bottle, mm-hmm. and then a horrible accident with like mangled bodies, mm. they don't go, Ugh. They're just yeah. like, huh, interesting. Look at that. Look at that. Mangled puppy. Oh, look at all that. <laughs> look at that mangled puppy. When I was in school... And we were doing the abnormal psych portion of psychology and obviously antisocial and all that stuff falls into that. Um, Everything I read, I was like, that's me. (laughs) Like I was, but that's also a phenomenon. Doctors who are going through med school often diagnose themselves with a ton of shit because that's just what we're all prone to do. And I remember even talking to my professor and being like, I really think I am bipolar. And she's like, you're not (laughs) like, you're just reading a lot about it. Right. And that's the thing. It's like so many things with sociopaths like, oh, they like this. They they like to drive fast. They take risks. This blah, sounds blah, like blah. all the men I've ever dated financially irresponsible. Financially but irresponsible. it's like some of that is just qualities of being a human. Right. And with like a normal human. And especially with being a psychopath, it's like you really are. There's something wrong in your brain. Yeah. That's not just sorry. it's not just having like a bad personality. Yeah. Like you're, there's something physically yes. wrong with your brain. Uh, so I wanted to talk about how one man discovered. Oh, I love. This yeah, you told me about this yesterday. I love it about himself. So Jim Fallon, uh, he's done a TED Talk and a Moth Radio Hour and probably some other interviews about this. So Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> not to be confused with Jimmy Fallon, James Fallon, a neuroscientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the '90s, he was uh, one of the first group of scientists that got uh, started looking at brains, uh, looking at pet pet scans. Is that what they're Cat called? Cat scans? 
scans, let's just yeah. say scans of uh, of brains. And when murderers were, uh, and then they started looking at psychopath brains because when murderers would come up for sentencing, they'd want to say, "Oh, I'm crazy," so mm. they'd want proof of that by uh, by getting their brains looked at. So he's uh, he was studying the brains of uh, uh, of psychopaths, and then he was also interested in looking at he was he was interested in all kinds of brains yeah so he's also looking at he didn't discriminate against brains you freaking kidding me (laughs) his wife uh there was a lot of alzheimer's in his wife's family so he's looking at the brains of everybody in his family Mm -hmm. and uh he also does a scan of his own brain Hmm. and so he uh he's going through these scans he has them all in kind of different piles and he's looking through the uh his own family's pile and he's like oh there's a psychopath brain in here who's this monster who's this monster and then he's like oh it's me <laughs> and then he's like but hold on a second i have a family and i'm a scientist mm-hmm. and i'm good at stuff and he goes to his oh, wife. I have a family I don't love. <laughs> and he goes to his wife and he's like, I have a psychopath brain. So it's the orbital, orbital uh, cortex, okay. if you're interested. That's the part of the brain where mm-hmm. it's like, that's where it's supposedly morality it takes place when okay. you think about higher level things that don't just have to do with you getting what you want. Uh, and that's what really is mushed mushed I don't know what it's that the was. scientific word <laughs> it's all mushed up look you're you're mush and he's like wait a second my verbal cortex is, is mush? mush and he's goes to his wife and he's like so apparently my verbal cortex is just pea soup um and she's like yeah that adds up and he's like she's what? like oh no i know and then he goes to all members of his family and they're like, yeah, you're fun at parties. You're glib. You're superficially charming. Hello, psychopaths. Uh-huh. But uh, you are not fun to be in a close relationship with because you don't get it. And he's like, oh. Now I just still don't get it. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, you know, now that you mention it, when people have said like, oh, someone died, let's go to the funeral. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of like, nah, dude. I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> No, thanks. So, and he was like, oh, I guess that is not normal. I guess most people go to funerals. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then he said that he knew he was a psychopath because what happened next, he didn't care. I'm a psychopath and I'm ready to move on from this. Yeah, basically. Well, he was like, like, oh, I'm so interested in my own. I love my psychopathy. <laughs> I'm gonna give a bunch of. I'm gonna give a TED talk on oh, how I'm a psychopath. God, and we gave this guy a lot of attention. Yeah, we fed into his mush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pause for a sip. Mm. Pause for ASMR. Duncan. <laughs> Duncan always gets me through. So, uh, so he. Oh, and then his mom was like excited to tell him that he is related to the Cornells of Cornell University, okay. which is also a family that has seven murderers. So oh, seven, seven uh, murders on. Your I family think, only has one. So me? this, yeah. No, <laughs> no yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, thanks well, we for bringing take, that we up. We can take this out if you want. <laughs> I was just kidding. Actually, I don't think I'm blood related to him. Okay. But yeah, there was. This is a really sad story. Oh, God, no. It. Take this out. No. Okay. No, I feel like I should tell Do it, it the episode where we talk about family crimes. Okay. 
Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Sorry, everyone. I didn't really think Molly had a murderer in her family. It was bad. Oh, my God. So so he... I'm uh, a psychic. So he uh, is... Boy, you really saw that in my eyes, I guess. Um, So he's descended from the... And it was really interesting. He talked about how, like, the gene for being predisposed for violence, uh, you get that from your mother. It's actually passed that down makes sense. through your through your mother, um, but because uh, it, it's on the X chromosome, mm. um, and then uh, so he's related to these seven murders, including the first matricide in uh, in North America, son killing a mom. Wow! And he's also related to who? Lizzie Borden. Borden. Yeah, classic, classic <laughs> gal to be related to. Who, by the way, was never. Um, she uh, she did not – she was not found guilty of that murder. So who knows? Look, she didn't do it. <laughs> who knows who buried an axe in her dad's head? Probably a stranger. Definitely. <laughs> so that's um, – so what it, did I miss anything? Have we – Well, I, something that I thought we wanted to touch on a little bit is like when a psychopath isn't going to be a ravenous murderer, maybe they're good for society. Right. So and he's obviously very smart, this so, guy, yeah. and very focused. Right. And he concludes one of his, I think his moth uh, radio hour, with saying, like, we need psychopaths because they have this kind of laser focus. Yeah. Um, I, get, I get that. So, like, the good psychopaths are probably people you don't really think about because they're, you just think, like, oh, that very successful person who really gets it done. Mm-hmm. And you might not think of uh, them as being super... Uh, super cruel or like over right. the top because they're probably just getting away with it or they uh have yeah they're not doing uh, violent things to get what they want right. but they could still be psychopaths they're not always a tony soprano right but sometimes they're a molly kendrick thank you <laughs> we took a test and we are not socio or psychopaths yeah I am a narcissist. <laughs> right. And uh, what was funny to me. No, like, I didn't say that, by the way. <laughs> when, um, well, look at her Instagram. I mean, it's pretty clear. It's for my fans. <laughs> she thinks she has fans. <laughs> um, but we, what was funny about this test that we took, which was by the guy, uh, Kevin Durant, I want to say. Durant. Um, he wrote a book about how um about why it is that psychopaths make good ceos and Mm -hmm. um why it is that they're drawn to the business world so we took a test from him when we both scored very low i scored very low you scored low Low. in agreeableness which which made a lot which seemed weird for you but But made a lot of sense for you made a lot of sense for me because with (laughs) every personality test i take i always score high in uh, uh what is it called uh Extroversion, extroversion, yeah. Which I don't see myself as being an extrovert because I hate people, but it makes sense mm-hmm. that I like people, but or like I want to be around people. I'm a social person, yes, but you are. I hate people. The agreeableness. I don't want to get you. along with them. <laughs> I want to be around people, but I don't want to get along. With them. I want to be in a fight always. Yes, but I'm not a psychopath or no. a sociopath. Um, neither of us are. Not yet. Is- not yet. So that was another, speaking of narcissism, uh, all psychopaths are narcissists. I mean, not all narcissists are, are psychopaths. psychopaths. That's where I think I've fallen. Right. <laughs> what do you think I, uh, so you're a psychology major. If you had to diagnose me. What I've would always be? diagnosed you as a, 
us an only child Leo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that's your medical diagnosis. Thank you. Thank You're you, very Dr. fun. You're very, but only when you want to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? Which is rare, like last night. And you can and get very it. focused and very flustered all at once. Yeah. You are very caring, but also like, look, leave her in a dark room alone for a few days. It's better that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's my diagnosis of, yeah. What do you think I am other than a narcissist? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a narcissist Gemini. Yeah, no, that, that's it. A lot of fun, but you, like, you feel guilt. Oh, like all the you, time. <laughs> um, but you're uh, you're very fun. And you're very outgoing. You have a lot of friends. You're hugely extroverted. Yeah. Like wildly extroverted. Mm-hmm. But then I get so tired. And then you get tired, yeah. And mm-hmm. then I have to really be alone for like a couple of days. You I crash. don't know what that is. You I crash. crash. And burn. It's the Gemini like duality. Like I really love people and going out. Yeah. We're, wait, we're astrologers, right? We're not yeah. like. <laughs> um, and then, but then I get like. Like this weekend, I like, I just want to cry in my room. Yeah. Because last night was just too many, too much fun. Yeah, that's how I feel, but it's because I'm brutally hungover. <laughs> and you don't know all the weird shit you did. I would love to cry and throw up <laughs> right now. We're going to go throw up. Yeah. Um. So, so my favorite example of psychopaths in business, that would be uh, Enron. Oh, yeah. Bernie Madoff. Oh, God. Classic. They didn't give a... Shit. Shit. That they were destroying <laughs> people's lives. They were ruining people's mm-hmm. retirements. Ruining uh, lives. Burley, uh, Bernie made of one of his victims was A, my parents' friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know people who he defrauded, which I think is part of why I'm oh my God, so yeah. interested in him. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, he, uh, uh, so he's Jewish, and one of his, the people who he really robbed, was a Holocaust survivor, a very old Holocaust survivor. Yeah. Come on. I know. I know. It's, Come on. It's really bad. Like, I know you're a psychopath, but good Lord. But, like, maybe pretend. The optics of yeah. that just aren't great. No, they're not. He's a lot of mush up there is all I'm going to say. Uh, e- Eli Weasel. We- Weisel. Weisel, yeah. Oh. He was the one? Yes. Yes. I'm yeah. disgusted. Yeah. You More know than why? I already you was. You know why you're disgusted? You're not a psychopath. So, so no, Enron. Right. <laughs> I, lo- I love reading about Enron. Enron and Bernie Madoff. Oh, God. It's just lock me in a room with Enron I, and Bernie I Madoff. Know. That's all I want to talk That's about. That's all I do with you is lock you in a room with them. <laughs> um, and then most recently, so Enron Kids, if you mm-hmm. don't know, that was an energy trading company where they just... It really fascinates me when people can just lie about money existing. Yes. They just say, yeah, there's some money there. And they're totally and everyone's isn't. Like, yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, sounds good. Well, you have to be a very convincing. Convincing, persuasive. Person, yeah. manipulative to get people to believe that something that isn't there is. Right. <laughs> yes. That is a fucking, it's kind of a That's cool a skill. trait, to be honest. It's a skill. Yeah. Yeah. So they so they came up with this accounting. It's called mark to market where it was like you get a big contract and you say, like, I think this is how much money we're going to make uh, from this. And you put that in the books. And that is legitimate. Yeah. But then as time goes on and things change, you're supposed to change that number. And they didn't. Mm. And they told their investors, oh, yeah, we're worth this much, which 
you know, is bad. But what they did that was really awful was that they were, even as they were approaching bankruptcy and they knew they were going under and they were being investigated by the SEC and blah, 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 they were encouraging their employees to invest their retirement Mm. in the company that they knew was going to go up. And they were pocketing a ton of money for themselves and letting all of their employees Blow their retirements. Yeah. So these people who thought they had savings, thought that they were going to be, you know, comfortable. Fucking ruined. Ruined. Ugh. Ruined. Gives me a lot of anxiety. So more recently, Theranos, this woman. Oh, I love her. Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> My latest love. Elizabeth Holmes started Theranos, and it was a Silicon Valley thing, and she was like, hey, I'm Elizabeth Holmes. And she did this wild thing. She would wear a black turtleneck, just like Steve Jobs. She would try to look like Steve Jobs. It was so stupid. So she would wear a black turtleneck, and she was like, I have this technology that can uh, – that can it's for diabetes. Uh, it can uh, read your blood, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to look at your sugar levels. Um, and also it's good for testing. It'll be used for other kinds of disease, uh, testing. Sure. So she, uh, she was, uh, they, they found that the technology basically didn't work. She was lying about how well it worked. And it's like, this is a medical device. People, it's been approved. It's on the market. And so people are like, don't know if they have accurate blood sugar readings. And so she was uh, investigated for fraud, blah, blah, blah. I don't really know where that is. But, um, yeah, Theranos uh, went under. But it was this whole thing where, like, all these investors were just, like, blind by the fact, like, a woman in Silicon Valley? Yeah. Who ever heard of such a thing? What a novel idea. Have some money, darling. Oh, what is this? Oh, is this for a shoes? Little... <laughs> for shoes? Do you need some shoes to run your company? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm just going to kill a bunch of meatballs. And they're like, sounds good. Yeah, they're like, no, now we like it. (laughs) That's how Silicon Valley works, right? So, yeah. So those are psychopaths in the business world. Some examples of like, it's pretty... We're it's talking common. about this like you shouldn't diagnose people. And here from we are. <laughs> you really shouldn't. But here are some people where it's like, yeah, come on. No, it's obvious. Right? Yes. A lot of uh, celebrities that people like to say are psychopaths or sociopaths, I don't think make any sense. Uh, Gary Busey? Just a no, weirdo. No, just crazy. Mm-hmm. There's Mel a difference Gibson. between being crazy and being, I agree. If they, if Mel Gibson and Gary Busey were psychopaths, they wouldn't. They would get away with what with being nuts. Right. They wouldn't just get pulled over and shout anti. They wouldn't. Yeah. Things. Just yeah. Believe not believing in the Holocaust and calling right. cops doesn't, sugar tits doesn't make you a psychopath. It makes, it makes you, you someone's nuts. dad. It makes you my dad. That's true. To be fair, it makes you Kevin Kendrick. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> right. He's also very much not a psychopath. No, see, I feel like he feels guilt all the time. Like, he's a very sensitive soul. He's a sensitive yeah. person. Um, And also, uh, just, uh, boy, you can really, uh, a light touch. He a will, light touch. He will give a lot of money to any, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Let's cut that out. This is his email. <laughs> <laughs> he's, oh my God, the thing's. Uh, yeah, he really um, cares. He really cares. Too much. And so do you. And this is Too why. Too much. We're going to make it in this world. Yeah. But, okay, so those are, so diagnosing people. I feel like everyone wants to diagnose their people they know, particularly yes. people who they've had unpleasant interactions We all want to diagnose people who have wronged us, like ex-boyfriends. 
let's get into that. I, it, in brief, because I'm thinking about as, as this episode's gone on, it's like I think when people I've had I, I've had boyfriends who are ter- terrible, and I think very specifically to my very first boyfriend, not Andrew, because I'm sure he's listening to this. Alex, loser, loser, get a get a life. <laughs> um, Alex, he we were teenagers, and he you know cheated on me, whatever that means when you're 16. And uh, and then, you know, would harass me and tell me he wanted me to die. You know, all the, you know, just wanted. He said, he, I remember <laughs> my favorite quote uh, that he said to me was in a, in a Facebook or e- email or something. Um, I want to bury you and your family and pee on your graves. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember all my friends at the time. I, like him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Let's have him on. Um, all my friends at the time were like, he's a sociopath. Like, how can he talk to you that way? And it's like. He, yeah, that makes me feel good that, oh, maybe he's just, like, can't help that he's such a bad man. But, like, you know, I think just boys are can be mean. <laughs> like, I think some of this is just qualities of meanness. Yeah, so you don't think you... No, I think... I don't know if I've ever dated a true... No, I don't think I've ever dated anyone who was truly psychopathic or sociopathic. But I've dated people who I'd love to label them that way. <laughs> Do you think that my main ex-boyfriend is a psychopath? No. Me neither. Quiet weirdo. That's another thing that people like like to say, like, or one friend in particular who likes to diagnose. No, people. there's no, no. It's like, maybe he's a psychopath. I'm like, I don't think so. No, I think he's just weird. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. a weird, like, I think of my main person and yeah, he checks some of those boxes on that we list. We all check some of the boxes. Yeah, but so do I. Yeah. And that's why we just can't, even though it makes us feel good to say my ex is a psychopath. Yeah. Don't say it. Yeah. Think it. <laughs> uh-huh. So do you, do you think that you've ever had a close encounter with a psychopath? My You're... father! Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, of course. You think your dad's a psychopath? Yes. Your biological. I think he's father. a sociopath. A sociopath. Well, I don't know. He can maintain. Women really like him, so I actually think he might be a narcissist mixed with, yeah, sociopathy. I think. I don't know. Again, not a doctor. Yeah. Well, what are okay? So since we're getting into this, we can lightly get into it. What do you think are the main traits that make your dad a sociopath? Antisocial uh, personality disorder haver. No real like friendships. The only closeness he has is with yeah. like women who he can Who's date using and steals money from always. Always. Um I'm realizing his fiance listens to this show. Hey. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, well, I mean she well, you should know. know. What? She should know. Um I'm not you know, I'm not afraid. Um this is fame, honey. Yeah. Uh yeah, steals. Uh, has been in prison so many times, but uh, not he's not violent. A history of white collar crime. White collar crimes. Fraud mostly. Fraud. Drugs. What kind of fraud. For, fraudulent checks and other such uh, low level fraud. We're gonna have an episode dedicated to Katie's family crimes. Family crimes. So. Not my own. I'm not gonna incriminate myself. On no, the show. we plead the fifth. That's we plead the, the fifth of that episode. <laughs> um. Yeah, little, you know, small things. And, that, like, he's a very small-time criminal. But yeah. has tendencies to just, I mean, has how many kids that he doesn't pay any attention to. This is not about, you know, I don't care. But you know yeah. what I mean? Just things that you're like, what the fuck? Delinquent in child support, I'm assuming. Oh, honey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So a ton of kids. 
not not close with anyone. No. <laughs> uh, he's just, I love. And when he compliments, he sent me a text on my birthday a day late. Happy birthday <laughs> on June 7th. And I was like, thank you. Um, and he said, you're such an incredible woman. You get that from your father. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a good woman because of you. Because yeah. you're a good woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like your dad yeah. <laughs> oh lord so I think he's part mush this I don't making, think he's full mush this is making my hangover worse I know you want to know what doesn't cure my hangover talking about my father God. Uh, so your father um, but you're in the business world you're yeah I'm in finance too which makes yeah, you hello you know I've run into some people who definitely again tick some of those boxes I don't know if I've ever really sh- shook anyone's hand who's a true psychopath. And this is what I really want to drive home with this episode. And if it's okay with you, I think this is where we should end it. Yeah, I'd love to. The true psychopaths in your life, you don't need to worry about spotting them because you never will. 99% of the time, someone is not a sociopath or not a sociopath. My opinion is there's a sociopathic spectrum at which point some people lie higher on it than others. And by the way, some of the biggest businessmen in the world could be considered sociopathic. Uh, Mark Jobs. Nope. Steve Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs. A lot of people, especially YouTubers, and Shane touched on this, you can't just say like, you're a sociopath. The word I would like to use is sociopathic tendencies. So a lot of us, me included, We'll do some dumb shit, maybe some stuff that lacks empathy strictly for views, right? It gets us views, which gets us subscribers. Our motivating factor is to reach the next, next, next level. Sociopath is boiled down someone who is just more savage than everyone else. I know it sounds stupid, 